like the question that I asked Patrick last week, I, I wanted to go on a little bit of a journey with him. As I yeah. said, Patrick, what do you want to do? Not do you like what we've been doing, but if you could do anything in the whole world, what would you do? Build race cars. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck okay. Yeah. I mean, if you could do a, a multimedia broadcast of any kind, what would you do? Porn, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, that's not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely worried about this now. Great way to start. Welcome to this. <laughs> no, we're keeping it. I hope that came in. Well, anyway, <laughs> welcome to this week's Trash Talks. Joining me this week, uh, my good friend, Sean Boston. Uh, I prefer the the name uh, Nacho Man Rodney Sausage. Nacho Man Rodney <laughs> Sausage. And uh, you know, for those of you who are uh, seeing the video component of this, hopefully we're doing it by now. I think, I think this has got to be the first video we put out, at least. Uh, yeah. You're looking like the macho man here with these glasses. What's up? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I have a penchant for uh, uh, just really outlandish clothing. Uh, I generally don't. I try not to make my my immediate uh, family and friends deal with it too much because uh, they do need to stand somewhat close to me in public, and I wish not to bring upon them the ire of the gaze upon the man-child movement. You know, so. <laughs> The, the cargos, crocs, and socks thing kind of stays at the door, but uh, I do keep my uh, my my crazy sunglasses. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Well, yeah. we were talking about something right before this, though, uh, Regan, and I, I just want to bring it up. I think it's cool. Uh, so Nerf, there's underground Nerf communities. People have heard of them and stuff. We I actually, the episode before this was uh, just an airsoft group, but uh, I mean, yeah, so I mean, these games are going on everywhere, but I just got, I saw, I got an invite actually for a Nerf one a couple weeks ago, but you, you've taken it to the next level here. You got custom Nerf guns. Well, they're not, they're not custom. There are custom ones. I yeah. have one that, um, Oh, hang on. That didn't work. I have one that, um, that I customized that I did some work on cause I was tired of, I really don't like the, uh, the rival rounds all that much. They're not very consistent and they cost too much. So I, yeah. uh, made a barrel insert for a nerf rival knockout that chambers down to the standard nerf dart size, which fits the, um, adventure force pro darts. And you just jam this in there. And it just so happens that this one tapers off at the back enough that a little bit of electrical tape is enough to make a really good seal on it. Jam that oh, in yeah. there. And, you know, now you got this weird kind of tactical looking thing and it weighs, it's, it's, it's really front heavy now, but it, it, you know, feels a little bit more substantial and you can take the end of it off and load one in the back to get a little bit more time under pressure in the barrel. And, uh, that will result in uh, a better shot. You only get one. It's loud as loud as sin. It's not something that I can really use until, uh, like my wife's off work. Cause you know, she's on the other side of a wall from me. And so I'll sit here and I'll, you know, shoot. I have a cardboard box with a t-shirt in front of it that I'll shoot at if I'm bored. And, um, 
I can't do that because uh, it shakes the walls. <laughs> really? A Nerf gun that loud? <laughs> it's it's pretty loud. It's pretty loud. Uh, That's crazy. It's it's because like some of these, the rival rounds needed bigger plungers. And so that's why if you look at underneath on these, some of these rival ones, they actually have a place for a safety. Whereas most mm. regular Nerf guns don't even have a safety. Um, but once you get over a certain feet per second, there someone told them you need to put a safety on these things. So they did that. Now they can, shoot, yeah. they can shoot harder and, uh, using what's that equation, uh, kinetic energy equals one half MV squared. If you cut your mass in half and you solve for velocity and you know that kinetic energy is going to be roughly the same because energy is conserved, whether it's used in mass or in velocity, um, uh, that, that, that was a word salad and I don't think I got that right, but essentially if you shoot something with the same amount of force, um, Oh, it's mass and acceleration. That's what it is. Uh, mm -hmm. Force equals mass times acceleration. And so if you know your mass is going to be less, your acceleration has to be higher to compensate because force is force both ways. So yeah. that's, the, uh, that's the gist of it. And a lot of people did that to pretty solid effect, turning some Nerf guns that shoot rival rounds into single shot beasts. Uh, and I, I, th I thought this was like, this was like, 15 bucks to pick up. So I was like, I'm going to stuff some pipe in there. <laughs> well, there's probably about 10% of you that followed that the entire way. And the other 50% of you are like, that sounds like a powerful gun, but <laughs> there's a reason that 10% followed you. Okay. So, uh, as, as you could probably tell my man, he is an engineer <laughs> <laughs> to some extent. Um, I, uh, I, I do, I do controls and, and like, uh, process, I guess you could call it process engineering to a certain extent. Machines that do stuff have to be told what to do. And uh, yeah. I used to be a programmer that did what was the guy who figured out and told them how to do what they needed to do. And now I'm a guy who helps lay out the systems and stuff. And uh, it's it's quite nice. I do enjoy it quite a bit. Brings me yeah. uh, brings me peace. Now I didn't. I used to That's not good. like being a guy who had a truck. That that was something that I didn't love. And uh, now I don't do that anymore. Yeah, you were saying you enjoy your job uh, more now. Uh, what, what changed? You saying you had a truck? You, oh yeah, driving around a lot more, or oh, I was, I was, uh, I was a uh, basically a field technician in in Southern California, and okay. so you know you'd get a the, the lifestyle was kind of weird. Like a lot of people are going to give me a lot of shit for this because you know they they it's it's their life, and I'm 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 saying something about it that uh, is probably less than shining. Uh, but I really hated the fact that if someone told me I needed to be to a job by six, I had to leave by like three thirty in the morning, really? depending on where it yeah. was, right? Because it'd take me two, two and a half hours. If someone said, oh, you got to get from where you're living and we don't care where that is as an employer uh, to this place in, uh, you know, way out past Rancho Cucamonga or, you know, up near Ventura, oh, Ventura was the worst. That took the longest or like I had a, I had a job out in Encino that was like two and a half plus. And I was going mm -hmm. out there for like a month <laughs> and the place yeah. had like strict access control. It's like when you get where you're going, so you get locked out when you get there, <laughs> you, you can't even get in during certain times. Yeah. You have to check in with security. You have to, you know, sometimes you have to have access credentials built in advance for you. Parking is almost always difficult. If you're taking anything from like, you know, North Long Beach all the way out to Ventura and Sino parking can always be a hassle in the downtown areas. And they get, they gave us a, they, they used one fifties there. We didn't need 150 to do our job. Everything we need comes out of a backpack and a tool pouch. But they, they decided to make us park 250s everywhere we go, which means we can't even put them in underground garages. And in LA, 
that's really what there is. So, yeah, it's really kind of a hassle. And uh, that struggle of getting all that shit to work now, it's uh, I'm it's it's I got a lot of respect for people who figure out how to make that work. I'll just say that because I could. Well, lucky for you, you're now comfortable, stable and not uh, having to work, uh, drive around all these different places. What, What do you what do you do other than being the trash palace sultan? uh say what <laughs> I'm, I'm a, yeah uh so i've been working hard on being a trash pal assaulting uh <laughs> no i just i i actually i i had a factory job i lost it with covid and i permanently lost it because that factory was on the verge of collapse before covid and uh yeah so unemployed putting the full fight in here hoping uh hoping to make three dollars by the end of whatever unemployment's paying me before I got to go get a job as a cashier somewhere. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm, I've been working with, uh, folks in, in, in like a group online that we've been doing stuff. And then I yanked one Mm. of them out of there and we're kind of going after it. Um, I'm supposed to be sending him the link to this right now because he just said he wanted to show up. So I'm going to go absolutely make a point and grab that. Um, but uh, let me see here. There's that one. Uh, I started doing this and there's a lot of realizations that I had. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see here. Copy that. And now my dog is barking. See, you know how amazing it is to deal with all this. All right. That's yeah. <laughs> fun. <coughs> Good Believe Lord. me, my, this podcast is only known for its technical difficulties. So okay. yeah. <laughs> don't uh, worry about spending time. A, a very dear friend of mine said, uh, he said to me, what did he say? He said, Oh, you didn't know that live troubleshooting is my kink. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I heard that on uh, one of your newer episodes of the show. Um, yeah. Uh, well, if, while waiting on your friend, let's talk about that a little. So um, obviously not just an engineer, uh, there's your day job, but in the off time, you're podcasting like I am. And uh, you got your own show originally called Boston makes the news. Uh, I think you kept the acronym, changed the name. Yeah. Right? Cause I didn't want to get a new domain and have to rebuild my website and all that crap. So I just repurposed it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so the, uh, uh, the, yeah. the show's premise has changed and it's because it's because we're doing a lot of learning. I don't claim to be professional with all the answers. If, the second mm-hmm. you become one of those, you, you you're just lying to yourself. It, mm-hmm. It's like, People out there, the titans of industry, your Rogans of the world, they're just doing what they want to freaking do. And it just so happened to work out. Um, Mm -hmm. I can imagine that if it doesn't light you up, like it lights him up to do what he does, you'll never find success. Um, And and that's, that's, that's one of the things is people, your audience that's going to be most tightly held to you are going to react strongly to you being in love with what you do. Yeah. So that's realization one was stop trying to make shows that other people like, make the show you like. Yeah. And of course you want to be maybe a little bit different, but even then uh, it doesn't need to be like the show I wanted to start doing when I did this way back when I started all the way back at the beginning, I didn't really want to do interviews with people like politicians and, 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 talking heads and things like that oh hey there hey, is. look who joined hey, us look who joined us is mr patrick thompson the co-host of basically morning hey News. patrick good to meet you i've heard your voice before <laughs> professional equipment what the fuck's wrong with us he's got the equipment i want <laughs> Listen, the exact piece of equipment <laughs> we spent we spent the fr- 
40 minutes before this or something. He Try taught to... me how to use my own equipment. Are we, so wait, thank you, Sean. Are we live right now? Uh, this is recording. Oh, you just jumped in. <laughs> well, gee, thanks, I guess. Thanks for the warning, Shan. <laughs> it's not going out live. It's recording currently. Yeah, oh. we can cut any of this out if you want. But uh, uh, why, why, I'd love why to leave it in. Out. It seems natural. Exactly. <laughs> So he's he's arrived. I love the new look of Zencaster, by the way. I, I'm really, really impressed yeah. with how far they've come. They used to be like, Enjoying. all right, I'll use it. But now it's like, oh, this is nice. So you see this environment, Patrick. This is one of the platforms we could be using. Uh, it's really cool. Um, what do you guys use currently on the show? We use StreamYard because we are live. Oh, I was going to ask you that because I, uh, I was listening to one of the more recent episodes and you're talking to the audience the whole time. Yeah. Um, so do you, uh, oh, God damn. like, like, is that, um, is there like a ticker going like a YouTube chat or something? I've never used it. What's, uh, what's going on, Patrick? Hey, why am I hearing things? Thomas, I'll join you. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> my, my, I bought my brother a fucking game and now he's trying to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't help it if he sucks. So take that other well, Thomas. I was I was running through a really good I, I had a good run on it right now, and then he just What he, game? Uh Gunfire Reborn. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is it new? Uh no, it's been out for a while, but they've been doing a lot of edits and upgrades, making it better. It's it's really quite fun. If you it's a good cooperative game, and if you like uh kind of somewhat arcadey shooters and you also like roguelikes with like builds and that you do it each run. Would you say roguelike? Roguelike. Like yeah. uh like Rogue Company? Uh no, roguelike like the game Rogue from way back in the day that now nobody even remembers, but that's where that term comes from. Um Well, it might be why Rogue Company's named after. It sounds like a similar process of like the class based like skill building. Cool. But uh kind of yeah. uh it's I I played some Maybe Rogue, I'm misunderstanding. I played yep. I played a little bit of Rogue Company, which to me just I've never felt even like heard Valorant, of that game. but it's it, all right. It's yeah. It's, it, it's all right. I, I played it for a couple of days, <laughs> but uh, this game. Uh, I'm, I play it a little more religiously. I actually I do like the uh, competitiveness of it. Uh, I also my brother's undeniably like he plays against pros and dominates on them. So I have a really nice <laughs> carry in that game. So it's just like win train the entire time. But that's also my brother with most games. But oh, yeah. he's got a little. He, he figured out a little niche with that one. It's like he my kills buddy, on uh, my buddy Mikey. He's uh, he's way better than me at everything. Um, like yeah. literally every <laughs> game ever made. He, that's why that's probably why I play so many cooperative games because I'm tired of getting my ass beat by the guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that awesome. that one's cool because it's a dungeon crawler that you can play with up to three friends, and it's a first person shooter with a large amount of loot items and like per run customization, which I so really like. Like planet. that's my favorite mechanic is building up in the game. It's yeah. pretty good because this you is find Rogue you're talking about, right? Uh, Gunfire Rogue. Reborn. Gunfire Reborn, which is off of Rogue. I'm sorry. Uh, right? Yeah. My follow. It's, it's not. Okay. It's not off of Rogue. It's it's, uh, it's, it's made theme. by a Chinese company. Um, it's themed like it though, like similar to that genre. I haven't played either. I don't know. No, it's uh, a it's Rogue a really fun game, a... and it's actually mildly affordable. I bought my brother a copy today, and now he's like yeah. he he just called me two seconds before I got Sean's message. It's like you know the happy dog from. Uh, it's like called up. Play, 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 play. play Jesus play. Christ. Oh, yeah. Leave me yep, alone. Yep, yes, yep, yep, fine. Yep, yep. <laughs> the good thing about Dude. me is I can multitask and talk at the same time. So it's kind of what's happening yeah. right now. I do get impressed with that. Like, there's a lot of like uh, debate streamers that uh, I watch them just slay at a game. 
just be playing it. And, and meanwhile, I'll be making some of the best arguments I've ever heard. It, it, it's interesting to watch. <laughs> I think it's people with ADHD that are really good at it, believe it or not. And the reason for yeah. that is, is because as I occupy my mind, I can hyper-focus on something else. So, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD, but um, I'm a guy who, if I need to study, I need white noise. Like, if there's an argument in the other room, I can focus better. <laughs> just turn on ambient restaurant noises and you're just like all right zone yeah well i don't, I don't know what that's that. from. it's um so when i'm in places like uh no i would say busy restaurants busy as in like decor and things like that the biggest offender being mm. cracker barrel <laughs> uh if i am hungry and i haven't eaten for today cracker barrel really screws with me until i get my food um, and that's because it's super hard for me to focus on anything. Um, and I'm just, I'm looking at everything on the wall. I'm reading everything. It's like, what's this? What's that? What's this? Um, you know, but to the other extent of that, it lets me hyper-focus on a lot of different things. Um, and what I have to say to that is hyper-focusing is actually a good trait of mine because it helps me get things done super efficiently. So, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, yeah, you, you, it's like in spurts, you know, <laughs> like you, well, you get, Pat, you get Patrick focused on I, one thing and just get it out. What? Exactly. Um, I, I get hyper-focused yeah. on a problem and I try to solve it quickly. Yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. I get hyper-focused on a problem and then just turn into an absolute raving bitch when I can't solve it. Uh, <laughs> Ask my wife. <laughs> ask. Oh, Keep speaking of which, we'll be actually, married. No, <laughs> this is something I wanted to ask you about. Um, because you got married during a uh, probably one of the worst times in history to get married. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Notice. COVID. <laughs> so, uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, what was the experience like with well I, doing something like that in such a chaotic time? It cut the options down drastically, uh, mm-hmm. but. There was, there was did it even rule. simplify things? Like, did it simplify things by lack of options? Well, okay, so my, my wife wanted a bigger, more extravagant affair, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure uh, I saved a couple of bucks, so thanks, COVID. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of dead people. It's like, honey, right it now. says we can only have 18 guests. <laughs> yeah, it was, and then it was secretly 18. you're in the corner. Yes! <laughs> Well, we got the 18 people that mattered the most, and that's you know, and and those 18 people were were people that we were very happy and could not do this without, and we managed to get everybody there to a certain extent, uh, and we did live stream it too, which was a pain because we were two and a, two and a half hours out of Sacramento in Calaveras yeah, no. County. Co- COVID's made it to where you have to have a fucking online live producer nowadays to have a wedding was- and have it, everybody involved. We streamed it to Facebook Live, so all of my buddies saw it. <laughs> all my friends, all the way back through high school, they all they all saw the shit. But uh, and we did that. What, what we did is we set up a GoPro and put that on a hotspot, and then streamed it up to Facebook Live through the hotspot in the middle of nowhere in a building built in 1859. <laughs> so we didn't do too bad. Um, yeah, no, that sounds like a lot of fun. Honestly, I mean, yeah. it, like interesting. It's like okay, Instead everybody. We're taking background. tips for the web for the wedding, uh, and uh, the cash <laughs> app and Venmo are in the description. <laughs> Pinned and comment, t- folks. T- tune in really late tonight for the. Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing OnlyFans, <laughs> are we? No OnlyFans. <laughs> tune in for the only. F- 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 uh, oh God, sorry, Uncle Jimmy. 
<laughs> yeah. So well, I we, have we, no we idea uh, what podcast, what kind of podcast I'm on right now. I just know I got a very last. I don't minute think invite. the I don't think yeah. the host knows that. Yeah, I don't really know what kind of podcast this is. No, no, really, it's uh, it's kind of freeform. It's um, I mean, I uh, with my other shows and stuff, like we have uh, uh when it gets to nothing, which is like a variety hour thing. We do news there. We talk about and specifically non political news. We we kind of have fun there. Um, kind of anything goes. It's pretty non PC. It's uh, we say some pretty <laughs> fucked up shit there. Everybody's getting drunk. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a good time. Then I have this, which is, I mean, for no better term, it's Rogan. It's Rogan. Just talk. It's a Rogan. If you're cast. interesting, it's yeah. It's that's it. It's yeah. just you. You're you're the subject, so you're doing fine. And well, then uh. <laughs> The Politicast, which is like the other show where I'm still drinking and talking shit about news. It's just specifically the news that people who hate politics don't want to hear. Ah, got it. <laughs> yeah, we hide it all in one spot. <laughs> the trick that I've another trick that I've uh, I've learned <clears throat> at the end of the day, people are not turning in tuning in uh, like, OK, in podcasting, there's three major rules, right? Um, rule number one, it's the most important rule. It's the one that does the most for you. It's the one that's the most effective. Be famous already. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're famous. I mean, I'm getting pulled in for podcasts all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's surprising because it's actually true. This isn't the first request I've gotten today. Oh, well, yeah, brother. Get get out there, man. Just Well, just, just you're going to sure be doing it too, you dickwad. Oh, I guess we're just we're just doing a virtual roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week. On yep, Antiques uh, Road Show. <laughs> oh, Daddy picked up the hippo. Uh, he's a hippo addict. Um, I am. I love this uh, So rule number one is be famous already. If yes. you're not famous already, there's rule 1.5, which is have something else that this podcast is supposed to serve. A business, mm. a blog, whatever. Right? A, a podcast is better when An used. ego. <laughs> uh, yeah, that works too. Um that's, well, that's where we're going. Rule number two is chemistry and personality. That is the next biggest thing that people tune in for. That's right. You got to know how to are. make meth. Chemistry. Yes. <laughs> and it changes the personality. I see where you're going. All right. Yeah. And then three is content, which is the it's the least strong. It's the least important, but it's still a rule, right? If your content is garbage, no one's going to show up. If your, if your chemistry is garbage, definitely no one's going to show up. And if you're not famous... You, no one will ever listen anyway, so why bother? That's what I've learned. <laughs> We're famous Man. by proxy. I just woke up to an uphill battle I'm fighting, but I'm well, still doing it. Dude, you're, you're, what, are you, what are you fighting for? At the end of the day, there's only two things you're concerned with in podcasting. That is attention and trust. Those are the two well, things. I got the trust. I don't think we have the attention. Well, yeah, and that's, that is the hard part is – if you're someone like, for example, the, the podcast that's taking the world by storm right now, it's from the same company, fucking Higher Ground Productions, who just records everything in advance and puts it out. They just mm -hmm. get contracts with famous people who want to talk. Uh, mm -hmm. They did, I think they did Michelle Obama's stuff, and now they're doing uh, Renegades Born in the USA with uh, Springsteen and Obama. Uh, and yeah, I find, I also find it funny that he, after his entire term as president, uh, he has to go remind everyone that he was born in the USA by doing a podcast called born Renegades in the Born in the USA. USA. <laughs> like, no, dude, nobody thinks that shit anymore. <laughs> it's obviously an insecurity, but okay. Obviously, like, seriously, okay, dude, Tom, you want to keep doing thanks. that? Jesus. Like, my brother just be... left me on the ground dying, so I had to use my revive. 
And, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Well, I mean, but, let's uh, be fair. We usually play this on voice, so we know when somebody's dying. <laughs> well, you you have to pay attention. Um, but what what I what I was saying though, um, if those if those are the three things, right? That's where you're at, and you have to figure out how do you maximize those. And that's that's really what we're working on now is. Hmm where do we find the biggest impact and how do we do what we want to do? Right. Yeah. Figure out what you want to do and do that as much as you possibly can. Right. And then the next part is when you go to, when you go to try and, and this is, this is going to lift the veil for a lot of people. I don't, I don't know if you, you know, if people are going to love hearing this, but podcast monetization is not just uh, one line. It's not, I've got YouTube and YouTube pays me. You, it's mm-hmm. not just Patreon. Patreon pays me. It's not. It's not that. And even even if you look at the stuff that's offline of those, like the stuff you negotiate yourself, right? Your affiliate work, your brand memberships, your brand partnerships, those things. There's bazillions of different types of those, right? Yeah. On YouTube, if you click a link in anybody's description and you think they're not getting paid. I mean, the yeah. affiliate affiliate marketing is so easy nowadays. You go sign up for in two minutes on Amazon, and every link that you can get from them, which is from just basically anything on Amazon, will pay you a small dividend, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, the way that people monetize stuff and the way that it ends up going is the same way that like people, when you go and you look up a recipe and you're like, just give me the fucking recipe, but there's like thirty minutes of blog before they even get to the ingredient list. <laughs> you ever seen that shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, that that shit's that shit. All that is there to do is to make sure that when you are served an affiliate link later in the post for where to get something that you might need to do this, you had all this time learning about the writer and learning to trust their style and what they say and building a rapport. Right? I don't care about any of that for a recipe. <laughs> like, I don't need a kitchen gadget unless I say I need it. But no, you people... definitely need the kitchen gadget. All the kitchen gadgets. I'll get you, Gadget. I'll get you, Gadget. Oh, sorry, I do voices. I don't know. I don't have any good samples for that. Actually, if you check out, uh, <laughs> I believe BM and Pod's uh, YouTube uh, at Basically Morning News, we have Hire a Henchman on there, which is a oh, recording yeah. I-, I did where I did Cobra Commander and Gadget and uh, what's the other one? Dr. Claw. It's like, Jesus, yeah. why can't I not remember Dr. the things Claw. I did? Yeah, we, we, we all do a little bit of, a little <laughs> bit of stuff here and there, but uh, that's one of the things we were doing. We do fake ads, and one of those fake ads featured him doing voices of beloved cartoon characters from the early 90s. Um, yeah, no, I, li- I like those little bits you do in your show. You got uh, you got some like serious production going on like right off the bat. Not anymore. And, <laughs> no, <laughs> no we're, we're actually we're pu- we're peeling the... The skin off of the apple, if you will. And we are bringing it closer to home. That's the thing. I don't think production value and all the skits and quips actually added too much into it. Because let's be honest, when you're listening to a podcast. It was impressive, I'd say. Well, yeah, most definitely. But when you're listening to a podcast, it's not about um, the production value. It's about the information. It's about the content. And let's be honest, you're you're only going to listen to it for the host's. You know, no one listens to it because, oh, I'm going to learn how to change a plumbing pipe or. Right, because oh, it can go to YouTube and get yeah. a two minute video for that. Right. Exactly. Or they can go to Instructables or something like they're, they're more y'all interested are, in hearing it from from specific people. 
Now, y'all are making me feel really good though, because the only thing I got going on is just host power. Like, well, we just have some good chemistry. Like we're good friends. I, I'd say like the show has that, and the content's not lacking. That's it's, right. We've um, known each other for yeah. like seventy three years now. Yeah. <laughs> seventy three. It's not even seventy three weeks. It's like. 73 days, maybe. <laughs> oh, daddy uh, just upgraded the hippo to a plus four. Uh, Are you saying uh, we've you only guys known each other for like three other? or four months? Yeah, really? We've only known each other three or four months. Yeah. And, See, my uh, co-host, you know, I've, I've known what? Honest with what? Well, we're just saying oh. being honest that uh, that we know we've known each other for what the amount of time we have. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of one of those things like it's. There was I, there was a chemistry there when we started recording. I was like, okay, this is going to develop into something that I think will work. And so we started mm-hmm. trying doing more stuff, and we had some realizations along the way that um, it, if you are someone who's going to make money podcasting or find a career podcasting, you're not mm-hmm. selling your podcast. You're brace selling yourself. yourself. You're an influencer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. It, but influencers come in shit tons of shapes and sizes, right? If the yeah. word influencer disgusts you, that doesn't mean you can't still be a good one, right? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't gross me out that much. I, I think I hold influence out. over people in my close life, and uh, I wouldn't mind doing it uh, on a larger scale if you wanted to listen. I'm not imposing anything. If you tune in and think you like what I'm saying, yeah. be influenced by it. <laughs> so well, this yeah, is all like, recorded, right? Like, not live? Yeah, yeah this, uh, is this is recorded, not live. So if you want something cut out, please don't make it too hard for me. No, but we can. No, 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 no. I, I don't need anything cut out. Sean will tell you I'm a very um, live-esque, um, I don't care type person. Because He's definitely live-oriented, which you should try too. I, don't I know how to, um, I wouldn't say dial back my thoughts, but I know how to eloquently voice my opinion when needed. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for when it's needed. (laughs) Bazinga. I don't think this platform has the ability to go live, to my knowledge. You would have to have other things on top of it. You could probably do two at the same time, but I'm not doing anything other than this. So, no, StreamYard does, but it doesn't have like the. So, back when I was doing the game show way back in the day, the little hands. That's where I got this from. That's where I first used this, and I've yeah. tried it a couple times since then. It worked when somebody thought they had COVID pretty well. Yeah, the the hands are great because it allowed yeah. me to to you know pick up answers instead of people having to go like this, like it's you know back you're back in high school again. You have to raise your hand, and all your friends look at you like "shut up, dweeb." Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's kind of how that went. But now we don't have that functionality, but. Uh, in, in StreamYard, we, we do live stuff and it kind of plays to, like I was saying a year ago, more, well, a year and a half now, I think it was, no, it's, it's coming up on a year. It was last June, I believe that I started this. Um, I really wanted to, uh, do a show where I just helped people with questions. It didn't matter what it was, you know, it, it could be, uh, you know, how to set up lighting for a studio, which I recently, you know, studied and figure out how to do. Mm-hmm. Hence this fake background that looks halfway yeah Uh, hey i I had to believe you for like three seconds when you were like oh this is real i'm like this doesn't seem real and you're like it's real i'm like oh well now i gotta wonder it looks good (laughs) like not now not when you do that but like for a split second in the beginning when you're like oh yeah no it's just blurred out i was like really took me one second (laughs) yeah i just want to trust you okay i want to trust you (laughs) we're ready to believe you 
Uh, I'm ready to believe just about anything. <laughs> Birds aren't real. Um, no. Space yeah, is fake. Space, <laughs> space is fake. Kubrick said so. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, we, we, we tried. I wanted to do a show where we help people with questions. And I saw that Dax Shepard had a show called Armchair Expert where he did that. And I was like, how the fuck mm-hmm. am I ever going to find success doing this? Because someone famous. Rule it's easy. One you find somebody who uh, you find people who dislike without a paddle. Good luck. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I realized is there's space in there. Like, Dax Shepard is not going to be doing this show forever. And even if he did, we're bringing new people to the fold because we're trying different methods than he is. He's releasing a podcast with people that are reaching out to him and his lines because of how famous mm-hmm. he is. Whereas we're looking at reaching out to people that, starting with people we know, right? And branching out from there as they share, right? We're trying different marketing tricks, things like that. We've got plans to kind of make it to where there is space for us, right? And so the, the that was the, the ultimate lesson I learned there. I said in 2020, I don't want to make a podcast for other people. I don't want to pretend I'm somebody else. I don't want to get you know, inundated with like the Liberty Movement, for example, which I was at one point. I wanted yeah. to make a show that I would be proud of. And I think that's a lesson that good luck you, you learned earlier than me, Tom. I so. I I won't I won't take that away from you because the thing is I think it's the opposite. As you came in with a plan, and I had no other option to be what I was because I didn't come in with a plan. I just hit record. But that's so, the thing: just hitting record yeah. is a plan. Right. And that's kind of what I I have learned that. No, and I've been expressing that to other people. So I learned it on accident. Like you learned it through the process. I started like that. And now people, when they ask, like, uh, I I do another show right now. I'm helping my buddy out. He's getting his show started. It's called Ever Changing Vibe. Um, There's two episodes. They're not even out yet. But uh, he sees what I'm doing. It's something he's really interested in and he wants to do it with me. But um he wants to make his show almost like uh, he talks about it like being a blueprint for how to make a podcast. And so we just try to talk about our process while he's going through it, like while it's gone nowhere and he's just starting out. Um, I don't think it's focused enough right now. He's got to put more of an emphasis on that. But I think it could really sell it teaching people what the process is. One of the first episodes we talked about was naming the show. And there's just like things like that that people put so much thought into that it's just like say a thing and eventually it'll have meaning to you just by you being there and repeating it enough. Like, you know, like you can, you can kind of just start from anywhere. um, Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is, that is the truth. You can literally just open the book to wherever the fuck you want, start off how you're going to start and roll. And the thing that was the thing, the thing that's, I've had some help. I've had people throughout the, throughout this year kind of help with things that I struggled to figure out. And, uh, you know, when I built the website, it wasn't properly optimized. The traffic was minimalized. It was, we didn't have the kind of in, integrated systems that we do now. Behind BMN Pod, there's actually a lot of linkages, a lot of little things linking back and forth, right? Facebook sees data from my website because there's a pixel installed on the website. There's, a, there's yep. a merch store that's on there, but that's piped down to Facebook too because people are watching there. They're not going to go somewhere else. Every time you make them go somewhere, you lose them. Right. And like all these business, this business acumen that we've had to pick up from this. And, you know, a friend of mine who's been helping me understand digital media marketing and uh, Patrick, who's been instrumental in me learning what I've learned about graphics. Uh, and oh, please don't you even give me any kind of fucking credit. Eh, well, I mean, the graphics are still shit, but at least they're there. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, fair enough. You can actually retract that statement and make it better. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics are graphics. You can't deny that. Yep, no, you can't deny that. How that the is fuck a true did this statement. game just rip me out of the vault? <laughs> so, uh, well, my show, my show's pivoted in a way where we kind of just kept it going naturally and posting all our fuck ups and just kind of showing it off for what it is. And really, the product is the product. Like we have two hours, we make whatever we can per week because it's when we all get scheduled together. And whatever we, well, it's not usually two hours. Actually, we record two hours over the course of about four to five because we take breaks to smoke, drink, and just, just, but you can actually hear it. You can hear it through the evolution of each show. Like by the end, we're all like, yeah, so like tonight was tough. Like, <laughs> like everybody, everybody really does like, yeah, it's usually over the course of five, five hours, hours of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we put out what we, what we make and, um, I mean, kind of, we just, we're waiting for criticism. I mean, uh, I, I heard a really good uh, quote a long time ago of uh, somebody who just said the best way to grow at anything is to fail in public, like to actually receive criticism, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I, I just I just kind of gone off that vibe since before I started the podcast. I was like, I'm going to put whatever it is out there. And if there's an audience for it, there is. And if not, it's eventually going to bump into somebody who's going to tell me I'm wrong. And maybe that'll improve me, you know? There's, so, there's a really terrible paraphrase of a quote that was given to me through a book and through a friend of mine that I've had on the show recently from a weird dude named Epictetus who was originally a slave and became a royal comedian or, or a comedian of some sort uh, after earning his freedom somehow. I forget that story. Uh, but basically, once paraphrased and, and fleshed out, it basically says when someone tells you you fucked up or did something wrong or they don't like something about you, uh, instead of saying, oh, well, what do I need to do to fix, you know, how do I make this better for you? Instead of saying that, say, well, I'm, you know, what about the other things wrong with me? Right? Yeah. And and lean into it. And and because really, at the end of the day, what one person says is wrong with you doesn't mean you need to change your show. Right? Yeah. Are you hearing a representative sample? No, you're not. Even if you were, where you need to be is where it doesn't feel fake. So you're starting in the right way where you're doing the show that you most naturally make. And Mm -hmm. now it's just a matter of finding the audience that works for you. Right. Mm -hmm. The game is not even nearly so much an issue of, um, excuse me, of changing your behavior to create a show that people love. Uh, It's to find the people that love your show the way you're going to make it. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is, I've always wrote it from that way because I don't want to be anything except authentic. And um, uh, I just I see it as if at anything, if everyone hates my authenticity, I guess I have a diary because I don't hate mine and I'd love to reflect on it. Like, you know. Yeah. And that's I mean, what is what is a podcast other than really a visual or audio diary? Yeah, at the end of the day, sense. it's it's your and your team's thoughts on the world, the way things are going, all that shit, you know. So I, 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 I've been learning how to behave better in social circles in real life through this. So you know, I, really. I gotta say another thing um, that I think a lot, like a a little brief history of how I got into podcasting. Yeah. Uh, I did a show about four years ago with my ex-wife and two friends. Uh, terrible, um, but. On that note, uh, it was called Drunken Rambles, and we would get mm-hmm. shit-faced with whatever liquor we could find in the bargain bin at the local liquor store. And mm-hmm. that's where the show came from. And uh, 
you know, there was so much close call alcohol poisoning because of that show. Um, but uh, <laughs> on the other end of that, it was really fun, but it all fell apart because I have a jealous ex-wife. Ah, yes, I have. I have heard that story. I do recall. Well, I mean, at this point, at least I'm not worried about you being jealous of some other woman I'm chasing, right? Being my wife. Uh <laughs> Wait, you're still chasing her even though you're married? Every day. Oh, that's not how that works. No, it's not you every day. Think. I'm just lying. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't like literally run around the house behind her. My hopes is that uh, you know at least I become a better human being and treat her better. We're gonna play stalker in the bushes every day. Not stalker, shadow of Chernobyl. Uh, more, more like so, uh, uh, Chernobyl. <laughs> it's it was an effort thing for me, uh, being present and and whatnot. But uh, we found Chernobyl's each other dope. on the stereo app when I was fucking around with that because I was trying to build the YouTube channel and all that other stuff. And mm-hmm. I was fiddling around doing a whole lot of nothing. This is right after I moved back up north. Uh, and I started fiddling around with the stereo app and, uh, you know, was doing like bits. I was writing bits on the fly based on what they had recently said. And I caught his attention with some stupid thing I said about something or other and found a couple of guys from there. We started doing stuff on stereo and then uh, we got a little bit, a little bit not super happy. I personally wasn't super happy with that platform because it sounded like they kind of were just interested in figuring out how to pick winners. And the way they picked winners was by how many people you brought to the platform, not how many people you kept in the platform and kept entertained. It was about who already had a huge following because the way they pay is based on a competition every week, or at least that's how it used to be. There was a weekly yeah. competition, and the first people to get to each benchmark of views was paid out, uh, supposedly. Now you have my and, full attention again. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, good, because you're on a fucking show. Uh, well, but, I'm sorry. You messaged me in the middle of gaming. <laughs> dude, I figured you should just quit, but whatever. You know? I No more clicks the rest of the episode. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's it's great. It doesn't sound like like he's like playing a, a record that like doesn't have any audio on it. Just just ridges like hey, let me get paper. it. <laughs> <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get him next time. <laughs> oh man. Oh my. No, but uh, oh, that was great. I knew you had the hit marker sound on there somewhere. I, I got I got a lot of stuff, man. I got this thing's fun. I can't hear it right now. I hope it's going good. It's the yeah, uh, yeah, that's X Files. <laughs> I got a uh, yeah. I, I got shit. I'm not playing. That's anymore. another thing to be careful <laughs> with is um, licensing. <laughs> Somebody owns that shit, and if they if like if you go to YouTube, Anchor's pretty good about it, and like I haven't had any problems with uh, with um, Digital Millennium, uh, you know, mm-hmm. D- D- DMCA's and things like that. Mm-hmm. But YouTube is a fucking stickler. Yep. Like, uh, I, I a- got all these off a of YouTube video, though. Actually, almost all the sounds I have on here are either I recorded them or they were on a YouTube video of essentially like the royalty free shit. The only thing that I don't have that I think is not royalty free, but I don't think they want it back. The hand sanitizer cam. <laughs> <laughs> that- I don't think they want that one back, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing is like if you if you use something like we, we, we use some music from a place that allowed you to use music for free. 
mm-hmm. but they, I guess, didn't recognize the platform. And so they still flagged our content and I had yeah. to contest it. And they said, if you don't, like, if you contest this and it comes back as, as you actually were using it inappropriately, we're going to shut down your account for 30 days. And I was like, I don't want to click wow. this button. Oh, wow, that's threatening. They're like, Jesus. are you sure you want to contest it? <laughs> yeah. No, because I, I, uh, our theme song right now on the main show is uh, a band that was recorded on Vice Records, uh, Death From Above 1979. Uh, I think I got that right. I, I might have the year wrong. I know it's Death From Above. I don't know the year. Uh, I think it's 1979. I'm a big fan. I should know. But uh, they're song romantic rights uh that's the opening to our thing but the only recognition we have is my brother directly emailed one of the artists in the band and he said hey is it cool if we use this for our podcast company he said go for it and we just have a screenshot of him saying go for it and we're hoping that's worth something uh (laughs) it's in writing i just that would be yeah I, i imagine it might be a start yeah um there are lots of resources though where people like there's one, I forget what it's called, like Free Music Archive or whatever, but it's a place that people put up their music that they own that they're releasing the rights to. Hmm. And that's where my game show theme song came from. Um, well, luckily, uh, we're covered on everything else. Um, those two songs we used initially because he didn't have anything ready, like in the first few episodes. But one of our co-hosts is, he's he's a rapper, producer like he, he, he likes playing music and stuff so he's done everything else from there on out there's nice. one other song who's by another friend but that's the only one we have there we have it in writing but everything else uh this dude's got beats for days i mean like you'll hear it on um actually, the intro and outro for a show yeah no what'd you do i did uh i did one for uh do you know dexter de la paz Nah, I don't know like a Dexter de la Paz. Uh, he's, uh, he he does he does a, a show called uh um he's he's part of the Timeline Earth guys. He does uh, um okay. Scarlet Thread Society and he's just like I here's what I do on the show. I'm looking for quotes for people to write music and I was like, yeah, dude, I I don't I'm not going to charge you. Let me try and put something together, right? And mm-hmm. and I'll throw it at you. And I had this thing sitting on the back burner that I was just fiddling with and uh and then I I just kind of finished it. I just finished it yeah. out and sent it off and lightning struck. He, he actually like he does a show every two weeks. And uh, if I'm feeling down, you know, usually what happens is every other Friday uh, I get, a, you know, a, a tweet from him uh, mentioning me on a thread where someone's like, dude, your theme song slaps. And I'm like, oh, man, that feels so good. <laughs> feels yeah. so good. <laughs> no, I bet it does, man. You uh, you got good taste in like, uh, I mean, sound design. Uh, your podcast, like I was now. Patrick, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was, it was kind of <laughs> like that's the thing is it was kind of like this weird mixture of synthwave and like downbeats, like like down tempo ska. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like this. God, weird, I wish like, every episode of something we did, you didn't have to mention ska. <laughs> oh well, I, I'm a fan of ska. I think I'm rare though. I, I haven't met too many cohorts, so I'll I'll give you. I'm a fan of ska, but yeah, I don't think we're popular. No. no, I mean, I like Ska, but God damn it, Boston mentions Ska at least once an hour. You think he's paid to keep the industry alive. <laughs> what if I want? Some fun stuff. Then why <laughs> am I not being paid? <laughs> uh, because you're actively standing in the way of my promotion, sir. Uh, <laughs> That's because no, they only pay me once per every trumpet pool. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the uh, what do they call it? Um, 
that I've heard Scott describe before as the sound that plays inside a 13-year-old's head when he gets an extra mozzarella stick from the skate park. No, yeah. I would describe <laughs> Scott as suburban children who live outside of a big city whose parents have money and usually upper middle class. <laughs> like, Sunny D commercial. Sun, Sunny D commercial. Sunny fucking D right there. <laughs> yeah, just just a just a lukewarm bottle of Sunny D that's sitting in your backpack while you've been, you know, off hitting the hitting the ramps. Did you say lukewarm? Yeah, well, it's in your backpack, dude. You're you can't a gross keep it bitch. cold in your backpack. <laughs> it's not a choice, dude. It's not like I'm squeezing aqua fresh into it. Uh, excuse I've had, me. I've had many a lukewarm Sunny D, not Man, by choice, but you that's wanna, my point. You want to think of a nostalgia? Like '90s lunch boxes were fucking nuts for kids. Not like saying they were themed. I mean, like everything had a purpose. It's like, hey, here's a fucking sandwich satch and fucking ice pack goes in there and like fucking whole thing. Fucking it's a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) I still have a lunchbox like that. They they still make them like I got one that uh, it's, you know, it's a soft one, but it's now they're made for ultra conservatives and they're called Yetis. <laughs> Ultra conservatives. I, I know plenty. I know plenty of people on the left that love their Yetis. Oh too, no, it, uh, it was funny when like Yeti out. pulled their uh, funding for something. Like all the ultra rednecks who bought them started destroying, and I'm like, huh. oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, I was like, hmm. if you. Oh man, I wish I wish I could give this advice to anyone who listens, and I, I try to do it when I can. But like, seriously, dude people need to give themselves a checkup. Like make sure you're not worshiping at an altar. You shouldn't be like, yeah, <laughs> double, triple check. If you worship at the altar of Yeti and you feel like your God is, has become, has committed some heinous act. And now the product that they deliver to you is, you know, it used to be sacrosanct and now it's just blasphemic. And that's, that's how you feel about everything in life. You it's might blasphemic when you make yourself throw up after eating. That's uh, actually, no, that's <laughs> anaphylactic. <laughs> Damn it. No, hey, don't choke, dude. Don't up. choke. Yeah, no, it'd be anaphylactic. <laughs> Damn it, I hate you. <laughs> breathe, well, I don't think breathe. he uh introduced us. I'm actually my name's Patrick. You need to keep digesting. I just, keep <laughs> the air moving through your body and digesting. I definitely introduced the shots, sir. Uh if we didn't introduce Patrick, Patrick is Patrick at this point. <laughs> Your old Patty T. Yeah, and that's right. If you ever need anything recorded, check out pleaserecordthis.com. Voice work, not music. I'm not that talented. So I just take Fair ad enough. free music and use it. <laughs> yep, and get our videos pulled down because that no, free music my No, the stuff up. that I did use, the, the one for fucking Patriot Ale got us flagged, you dick. Not mine. Oh, no. That was my fault because I used music I shouldn't have used. Well, That's yeah. Me. Quit trying to use Def Leppard. Nobody week. wants to hear that. <laughs> Man, I, you know, that is the Rock of Ages. Oh, I hate you. This is probably a horrible thing to put out there on like the f- probably it's it's if it's not the uh, first, it's the second because we haven't really recorded much for the YouTube channel. But uh, there's this new thing called uh, Odyssey. Uh, they seem pretty good. It doesn't oh, seem I've heard like about they're. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down because you never know when you need to call an audible. Yeah. So I've been I've been keeping an eye on them. And the thing is with Odyssey, you check a box and you can do both. You can stay on YouTube and it'll just right over to Odyssey. Sounds really better than it is, but 
check that box. That's it's not much more than that. That's pretty good. Everything uh, uploads. That's that's yeah. uh, that's pretty friendly because uh, a lot of the stuff that I've used doesn't like. For example, even the big boys. Like, if you look at like, I really, I have, I have a really bizarre love of music that's used for like interstitial mm-hmm. uh, moments in television from like the late '80s and early '90s. It says, mm-hmm. "Don't change your channel because at 8:30 we've got this," and there's like, you know, it's like action sports now music or something like that. Yeah. Um, those those weird tracks. Uh, they are a lot of those are handled by um, UMG. Uh, and I think it was UMG down through us uh, like a, a distributor, but of course it's digital license. What's UMG? Universal Media Group. Okay. Uh, but the the problem is is uh, even if you do get the rights from them, which you pay on the butt for, um, yeah, you still run into issues being flagged because you have to be added into their system. There's like this system for checking the audio in the videos that. If they detect that audio, they check your YouTube account in their server and then automatically give an okay. So, like, this process is not clean and simple no matter how you slice it. Yeah. I so didn't know that. That's why we kind of are taking a step back and focusing on, like, we don't, we're not even doing an intro bumper anymore. We're just nope. going live. We're just going raw, dog. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> don't even wrap it. Uh, you, because... you know, I'm just saying, I did bring this up to him, I don't know, a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been worried about it because I mean, uh, me. I got the I got the verbal okay from the guy who I'm doing my stuff with, but it seems like it's going to get flagged anywhere else. Like they're not going to just ask; they have an algorithm that's looking for it. You know, yep. depending it, on it what will platform, get flagged, but you have to clear it. Um, so yeah. depending and on what, what platform, what is it if I clear running? it? Well, you yeah. dispute it, and then there may be a place somewhere in that dispute to attach any documentation you have, right? Like for example, that guy from that band. Um, yeah. Technically, if he doesn't own the masters to his own music, which he may not because of his record agreement, it's not worth anything. Probably, it's right? not worth anything. Exactly. So he says, "Go for it." And uh, yeah, that, I've been worried about that for a while. I've been thinking about just changing the theme song for that sake. A lot of people love the energy of it. They like they're used to it. That's it. I, I don't know. I think I should change it before it gets too well, much. Well, that's the you thing. Know a guy on, uh, on people, Twitter named uh, Derek. Do you know a Derek? Derek? Just straight Derek? No. Well, his handle is something else. I just wonder if you knew a Derek from another podcast. I, I might know a Derek. Uh, he's, he's from I, a Libertarian Friendship Simulator. No, nah, I'm not Used sure to be about burning that one. boots. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't keep if, good enough track. If you, I'm honestly uh, pretty new on Twitter. Like, I've only been there for like nine months. I feel like that's still new. Well, if you guys do get stuck for music, uh, he's kind of a renaissance man. So yeah. uh, I might I might just link you guys up and you can ask him some questions. Maybe he can help figure some shit yeah. out for you. But he's, he's done music yeah. for a few shows and other things like that. And I'm, I'm going to start doing that again soon, I think, once we kind of level things out and get back on this track of getting our shows in and not wasting a whole bunch yeah. of time in between. So that's the angle. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we're we're also gonna be we're we're on TikTok right now, but we're gonna be doing stuff uh, between TikTok and and the alternative but eerily similar Clapper. Um, we're gonna be kind of on those between the two of them. It's it's almost exactly the same. It doesn't have some of the connections like for music, music rights. It's a lot smaller library for that, but the yeah. content is more focused on what people can just shoot with their camera rather than like. Um, 
uh, you know, all the filters and green screen and the, the, the dances and the challenges and the silliness. There's a lot less yeah. of that and more just like slice of life content. So it's, it's okay. a difference in content, but uh, I'm having some success there as we speak. I've got more work done there in one day than I've got done in a month and a half on TikTok. So yeah, we will see. Uh, but I would suggest so, to you, honestly, yeah. branch out, find the things that are synergistic right? That you can do multiple of them at once. Like if you do one thing, it works multiple, right? Or vice versa. Yeah. And focus on like when you, when your audience starts materializing, which I'm sure it already has, you're probably much further along than we are, honestly. Um, when that starts there. materializing. Yeah. So if, it, if it's, if it's there and you're, and you've got your following, right? Uh, yeah. I guess it's, it's a matter of like, whether you, whether you innovate, at the risk of your audience, kind of like Lincoln Park post hybrid theory, um, or you, you know, you 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 kind of listen more to them and do more. It, it, it's kind of one of those things, you know. Yeah, and I I think we're we're moving at not the fastest pace right now, but for the way it's going, <laughs> I almost kind of feel like it's moving more in the natural small vibe kind of thing. So. I'm letting it. I'm I'm letting it do its own thing, and I'm not really trying to follow the. Actually, I don't check on the audience to be honest. I I really don't know how most of them feel. Like I uh, I communicate with a very small amount of our audience, and uh, I think just from being friendly, they don't even be completely honest with me. Like they're just like, oh, you know, yeah, you think, you know, like and it's we, not uh, even people I know. Like I'm saying, I've made friends with some of the earlier fans of the show mm -hmm. just from how they've been able to reach out, and so I think they're just like they like talking to me. So nobody gives like real. I, I don't get a lot of real criticism. I think, and um, we uh, I get it from I really, some people. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, we we had criticism in the beginning, and yeah. we had to deal with a situation. Because not everybody's cut out for the improv type shtick that we do, even mm -hmm. though it wasn't like, a, you know, you're fucking out of here. It was more like, hey, let's try to coach this out of you before making this decision. And, you know, we unfortunately had to let the person we started with go because he we we honestly got complaints about him. But it's not that big of a deal. Um, yeah. You know, that's the thing. He knew that that's some the problem people... with going into business with, with friends is well, you, you make it clouds business decisions. You think, okay, is this going to be, are we going to be able to make the content that we want to make this route? Uh, you know, and, 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 you know, yeah. it can, can kind of cloud. That's why Sean and I aren't with. friends. We're just, you know, people in a box. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we, it actually works out really well with us. And, um, you know, we have a good understanding where each other want this thing to go. And, hmm. uh, but you got to remember, Tom has been doing this exact, you know, that this exact yeah. thing for, I guess, arguably longer than my show has. Well, so. yeah, but I've been podcasting for six years. I had a show that was successful five years ago. It's just everybody moved across the country, and it's before we had the opportunity to have platforms like this. Um, yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> one of my best friends at, uh, moved from Dallas to Washington, D.C. to work in the private missile sector, which I still don't understand how that's a thing. But anyway. Did he show um, you his private missile first? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. uh, you know, that aside, <laughs> uh, that podcast made a 10 episodes, and that one's called Autocorrected, O-T-T-O. It's named after him. 
and um, it made a 10 episodes. Drunken Rambles made it 15 and uh, Stereo has made it. I think I'm up to 500 shows uh, and that's a lot of hours. Um, and basically Morning News has made it now 24 episodes. And, 25. Uh, but whatever. Close I'm, enough. Well, it's my <laughs> fault. I misnumbered them. So. Yeah, you do misnumber them, and it irks the <laughs> shit out of me when we're editing. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's honestly, the good thing about. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was gonna say, Sean, how, uh, how many episodes do you think you have all together on this feed? Because uh, you've retitled the show a few times, and that's since you've been doing uh, basically morning news. So, how many episodes do you think you've done all together? Oh, probably like forty-five or so, at most. Probably closer that was just to like, that I was... probably closer yeah. to like thirty-five. 35 uh, that that was just something i was curious about in the long term uh i'll talk about it later but i'm sorry i'm sorry to cut you off patrick uh oh, you no, were no, saying no, about no, the you're fine yeah um the i was i was yeah. gonna say it goes back to chemistry and um the good thing is sean and i both have strengths and weaknesses as every human does and we work really well off of each other like if he's having an off day when it comes to writing i'm able to jump in and do uh, some of it there's been shows where he just needed to chill and i took over because i have a very i guess would you say thundering attitude for being able to host quickly because that was a fly well, we, of the moment thing <laughs> that's the that's the best part is before before patrick was around i didn't really have someone who would essentially keep pace uh yeah. you know you'd have like an, an equal in the room it, it it was more like it was me and <laughs> and and volunteers and friends that were on for a i show. was one of those <laughs> and and honestly uh it's funny enough uh not all of like so my my family of which a close family friend is one of those people that was on consistently callie uh she doesn't remember a lot of people from those days on the show but she remembers you you know why i was kind of an asshole <laughs> no no you actually were one of the least assholes i had on that show uh, oh good <laughs> she remembers you because of the uh, of the laptop battery problem Oh yeah, because I yeah, yeah. The guy who I just figured I fucked something up. That's why I went with asshole. I'm like, ah, I don't know what I did. It was probably asshole. an asshole. <laughs> it was probably an asshole. But uh, <laughs> but, uh well, yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I had to get it wrapped up quick because uh, yeah, I left my laptop charger at my at my one of my co-hosts' <laughs> house. You know, that's been the issue with us not having a studio. Now I get, I got my things. I get the laptop. I get the charger. I walk away with them. Before I used to have to walk home with like bags, just studio. In a bag, bags. <laughs> Just get one of those collapsible wagons from your local uh, sporting goods store. Pretty I, wish, much. I wish you could see I, the, the like setup that. here because we do we do live video and and Patrick Patrick's away from his like dedicated desk at the moment, but that uh, that desk he he had a green screen going just like me and lighting and all that stuff. Yep. And, uh, and I had it uh, crammed into a closet. Yeah. So arguably he had a, a little bit tighter, drier sound than I do because I'm in a, a uh, spare bedroom, yeah. right? But my work desk and my game desk are also in here. But I have this okay. table, I have, which you can kind of see if you look. I got I got a ring light here. I got key lights here and here. And I, I technically need another key light, but my brother needed it because he's streaming now. And then I have a <laughs> giant piece of felt hung on the back wall. Uh, the cheap man's solution for green screen. And uh, you can't really tell the difference between I went fancy cheaper. setups and that. Oh yeah, you you went to Joanne's. <laughs> no, I went to Walmart's fabric section and I uh, used the Sherwin Williams paint app in my phone, uh, 
and sampled green screen to get the closest ketone that I could in fabric. I paid six dollars for green screen. But funny, funny thing now because you've got a, a nice set behind you that's you know actually like a like a a, a physical set, right? Yeah, I if just I hope people don't actually software, pay attention to what's on those shelves. Yeah, well, we all we all do, dude, because we're staring at it for an hour. Yeah, but I was, I was talking about Tom. Tom's Tom's got you know the wood grain behind him and everything. It's a physical set that you can <laughs> set up, which is my next move. I got uh, like, I just got an empty ass room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, but so here and and that that roadcaster that you got there, that's going to come in huge handy because you've got people in the room with you doing ex, doing these shows, right? And my hope is to eventually do some of yeah, that usually. because it's a lot of fun, but uh, to actually be in the same space. But um, that piece of gear you got is going to freaking rock when you, when you're dealing with people in the same room. It doesn't get better. It just yeah doesn't. no, and that's what we've been doing. Like uh, like I mean every episode yeah we have every mo- most of our episodes everybody's here. This is a new series I'm doing sort of. I mean newer so than everything else too, right? Uh yeah we got. You, you, so you're gonna you actually you do the whole Rogan thing where you actually set up the multiple camera angles and you get like a tricaster. Yeah, yeah we got a couple. I got a GoPro because we're gonna use it for other stuff too. Is Dude, the reason we got the GoPros. It wasn't just is, the best thing, but that's a whole monster I haven't even started on yet. Like I was looking yeah. into like people will hook in their multiple cameras, right? And they'll they'll do it on like a like a, a USB bank or something. Yeah, and then they'll like. There's people working multicam in uh, OBS where they'll just have different uh, slides, different different mm-hmm. screens set up that way. Or some people who actually will buy a freaking TriCaster and they'll run the HDMIs we, from Yeah, there. we got that. You have a fucking TriCaster? I, I got I got lucky, dude. I like I have the, the people fuck? just surrounding me with like the best shit. My buddy, um, my buddy, and actually my brother for a little bit before the pandemic, the company kind of had to shut down after that because of the pandemic. But they were a live stream company, and they were working like a hundred hours a week for this fucking thing. But this company was doing shit for like corporate McDonald's shit. Like they they did big ass events. Like they're just they're, they're over there just fucking sitting there working the fucking levels on uh like real gigs. And that guy is just interested in it and he's bought his own equipment and he's one of my best friends. And, uh, I've known him since I was That's fucking. And yeah. So I, I don't know, man. He just wants to come help us out. Like I got lucky. I don't, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> I know it's fucking red. It's really hard to come by those things. Dude, That's, but the, it's like everything, everything has fallen into but. place here. Like, like the friends I'm saying, like, it's just insane how my brother and uh, one of my best friends, they went to school for like audio engineering and shit. And so they know how to do like the basics of all of it. One of my buddies just, um, I mean, he dropped out of high school, but he wanted to, uh, at some point he, he wanted to do music. He just loves music. So he's just one of those guys who just puts his mind to something and just does it. And he's become an amazing producer. He does all our intros and outros. Um, I mean, I just keep finding people that like just keep adding on to this whole group project, and I'm just blessed. That's all I can say. I'm just lucky. Uh, graphics people. Um, I have, uh, yeah, actually, my buddy Elijah, who I do the Politicast with, he does a lot of the artwork for mm-hmm. our for a lot of different stuff. <laughs> gonna He's say, gonna be doing I've our t shirts and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, I was gonna go say, ahead. and when when you go to do those t shirts, give me a ring because uh, I have a workflow figured out for that that can help um okay. it may not be the way you want to do it but like you'd have to talk I've to d- elijah i've done a lot of tell him <laughs> well 
well, yeah, I'm not talking about like how to create the t-shirts yeah. or the graphic design. I'm talking about yeah. the workflow for getting people able to purchase them and you don't have to warehouse. Oh, them. that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what we need to know. Yeah. That's the footwork that I've done. So I'm, I'm happy yeah. to help where, wherever I can on that. Uh, okay. You know, I, I set up I set up a website in a weekend and it's been kind of an evolution since then. And now it's, it's the kind of the hub more or less. But after this recent shift to Facebook, actually the Facebook page actually does an awful lot too. So yeah. don't Told write that you. off. Facebook okay. pages can be pretty gnarly. Somebody uh, didn't listen to me the first I avoid time it. around. I avoid it like the plague. No, they're, I I, I understand where it comes from. Complicated, and, it, and there's a lot under the hood on those things. But okay, with a little bit of work and some finagling, I actually managed to pipe down the store on the website into the Facebook page. Uh, yeah. And so, and it, it does. You know, they don't charge for that service. Right. Like there's there's ways to get around a lot of these charges. That's one thing people don't understand. Yeah. Facebook's terrible if you let it control you. But on the other end, um, I never have to fucking use Western Union again or any kind of like Walmart to Walmart or anything like that that charges me. Because I could just link my debit card to my messenger account and send money fee free instantly to people. I yeah. mean, that's an amazing service. Like people don't understand that like four or five bucks adds up, you know. I mean, especially if you're a drug dealer, it's good to have that inflow coming and be able to, you know, that way you can write it off on the taxes correctly. Right, because <laughs> drug dealers put that money on their taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's still not as bad as uh, politicians take it. Okay, bribes. wait, wait, wait. No, no, drug dealers do do that. I'm pretty sure Pfizer has a few CPAs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Purdue I think I sent you a stupid TikTok about just Pfizer this morning. Oh, yeah. Well, I did a TikTok about Pfizer. No, this no, no, no. I, I sent you a stupid one about Pfizer before you sent me yours. Oh, maybe <laughs> I got the idea from you. I don't know. But I saw maybe. a guy who was like, he was like, these these companies like like TurboTax have lobbyists that keep your taxes hard. They, they, they're making it really hard. And uh, they were talking about like in America, they're making it really hard. And uh, I was like, you know, some some extent of, uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, over 250 years old. So probably needs all the help it can get. It's an advanced age. And then I just put the word Pfizer lobbyist on the screen. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, the unspoken joke there, of course, being I Viagra. haven't, uh, I don't really do TikTok all that much, but I do enjoy it. It's not that bad, I guess. Oh, I yeah, I heard you guys, uh, you had a, I love how the fucking smoke just, it shows, it makes your green screen. Yeah, it shows up the green screen. Yeah, it just fucks it, it up. It kills me. I don't care. <laughs> it looks it, it looks funnier. You're blowing like green smoke, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um it, what was I saying? Uh oh, so yeah, so you guys do TikTok. Um I know you're saying you don't do that it that much, well. but I heard you talking about it on the other thing, uh on your actual show, you said that it, it has helped you grow a little bit. Uh, so what other networks are you using right now that's helping you grow? Well, so the first thing to do is to make sure all your technicals are set up. And this this has a lot to do with live streaming. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I wouldn't have done live if, uh, Patrick hadn't have kind of nudged me that way. Um, mm -hmm. and it definitely <laughs> was stagnant for a while and, and, and it was going to be because YouTube is extremely competitive and the type of mm -hmm. content that people want on there is very, like, it's very short, you know, get, you know, shit and get off the pot type content that no one wants to, like, if you see our show, even with a great thumbnail, proper text and everything it's all optimized someone still has to click a video that's an hour and 10 minutes long who wants to yeah. do that right so at the end of the day but... 
No well, one else. I, yeah, you're a weirdo, Patrick. Look, um, I watched 30, 40 minute yacht review videos. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a, I'm a long form guy, but uh, I don't think it's common. No, it's no. Not. And, to your and, point. Yeah, and that, that was the issue: is we were seeking acceptance with a wide audience, right? We were seeking, we were seeking acceptance with the masses, and if mm-hmm. instead we could calm down, <coughs> center ourselves take a look at what we're doing that's unnecessary, remove it, focus on the good bits that people wanted, and then target it in a way that makes sense. And that was the big part. So now what we do is we just use, what well, what we did yesterday for our show, which we may do on the rest of them, I don't know. Um, we used a messenger room and then just went live with the messenger room on Facebook. And it was and actually really fun. The Facebook page. We got so many engagements compared to what we usually get. Yep, we did. And that's because the people who, like, we tapped into our pre-existing audiences, people who had a rapport with us, people who might have known us from somewhere or at least shared a page in common with us, right? Mm -hmm. And tapping into the right audience is, like, hyper important and building that proper engagement. Indeed. And marketing doesn't even work if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. Right. Like, because whenever, whenever you choose to market, they're going to ask for audience information, whether it's audience that does your audience also like this type of video. If you don't know the answer to those questions, your marketing might get you a bunch of three second views, but they won't mean anything. It doesn't, it won't, it won't even help you. Like, and then you have to ask what the importance of it is. What's the importance of a view? Why are you interested in that? Right. If you're interested in making a podcast because it's something you love to do and that's it, then you can stop there because you're doing this for you, right? right? But if you're doing this and you were attempting to build a career out of it as as any sort of influencer, at some point the metrics have to come home to roost and what you're looking at is the people who continuously show up. You're looking at your continued reach, your 30-day reach on your videos on average to see what kind of audience you're developing and how willing, how much that audience trusts you, right? Which is a measure of a lot more things. But the metrics, if you ignore them, will eventually hinder you. Uh, and if you hyper, if you hyper focus on them, they'll hinder you right from the start. <coughs> right. So yeah. it's kind of a damned if you do damned if you don't, but we like what we're doing now. We got a ton more engagement, a ton more people actually involved in commenting and asking questions and that kind of stuff, which is what, what I personally wanted to do since a year ago was, Hey, people go through life feeling like they might be judged or, 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 you know, someone might think less of them for not knowing these things, but this is a place where people can ask this stuff. And, you know, and, and, and we're interested in helping humanity move forward in their ability to care for themselves, maybe not be so reliant upon contractors for every single thing, right. Or maybe be able to have, you know, get past a a mental block of some sort, or just even something like financial stability and being able to, to save for a home or something like that. We don't necessarily have the answers. We're armchair experts, hence the title of the show that I was originally loath to compete with. But as an armchair expert, we we can do the work to find out. And by being that for people, I'm hoping that they'll show up and actually ask questions and not feel like they're going to get judged for it. And that, that's what we're trying to do. And that worked so much better when we did it the way we're doing it. So like, just the idea is don't be afraid to evolve and innovate right? Mm. But don't be so hypersensitive to it that you change every time the wind blows. Yeah. 
And it seems to me like you've at least got a good grip on that because you've added content as I've, as I've seen and as you've told me. And you've kept the stuff that works. You're not changing every two seconds. Like back when back when I was doing this in the beginning, I was changing the content so much because I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I didn't know what people wanted from me. And then I realized See, I need to stop caring about the second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and that that might be that might be some of the issue. But like I, I watched you, and I get impressed with how fast. You can pivot your show like you come up with an idea and you become a totally new thing overnight. And it's it's impressive, like because I, I followed you since the beginning and I, I've seen you on you've gone through like, I mean, doing the game show, doing the um, the original Boston makes the news. And then uh, now the basically morning news like these are these Which are the three that I followed. I haven't seen everything in between. I, I don't know if you've done anything else in between there. Um, really. And you're obviously more of the the liberty movement before there and i want to ask you a question about uh your time during that but um it's uh it's crazy how much you were you're able to evolve like i've been very impressed with it you've been very high production from the beginning and like if you go back and listen to all the old episodes they all hold up um and they feel very different for me uh, you give me a lot of compliments here it's it's honestly it might be a lack of willpower i think i've had the nerves to change these things and i've been like Eh, it's going to take like three hours. And so I just did what I did last week. <laughs> Does it need to change? That's the question. Does it need yeah. to? Like the question that I asked Patrick last week, I, I wanted to go on a little bit of a journey with him. As I yep. said, Patrick, what do you want to do? Not do you like what we've been doing? But if you could do anything in the whole world, what would you do? Build race cars. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck okay. Yeah. I mean, if you could do a, a multimedia broadcast of any kind, what would you do? Porn, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, that's not what you said. <laughs> I, I'm definitely worried about this now. <laughs> uh, you signed the paperwork for the OnlyFans joint account. You know what's funny? I, I haven't fucking signed shit. I a feeling about this. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear him, but he sure knows which button he's hitting. <laughs> yeah, I can read. <laughs> you can. Wow. You really are ahead of the game. I still haven't <laughs> learned that. That's the best that. I got. That's that's my that's my one up. <laughs> I don't need to just talk. One. No, um, <laughs> but ask you could ask your guys and say, "Hey, what have we not done that you guys would love to do?" Right? Yeah. And just like 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 no holds barred. That's that's the way that uh, we innovated this last little pivot, and we're still fixing things because right now the way we did it before, we can't get all the metadata in, which hurts visibility and metrics. And we trying we were trying to get away from StreamYard, not because StreamYard is an inferior product. Uh, it's really quite good. Um, it's because it wasn't allowing us to get all the metadata in, and it's expensive. Hmm. Uh, and but I think there's a way to do it now, which I'll go over with you, Patrick. I don't want to tie up the show with it, but I think I found the solution, more or less. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, and when we get to do that and get set up for it, uh, things are going to really light up. I think once we get get this workflow together and everything's good and we've finished the innovation and we're back on that steady state progress line and uh, fucking shit blows up. Yeah, most definitely. I, I see. Okay. That's the thing. I uh, Sean knows um, I adapt very quickly to change and mm. it's not a problem for me, but he's still hesitant to come to me and ask me to change. 
uh, you know, the way we're doing something. I'm not saying myself, because if I changed who I am for the show, then I probably wouldn't do the fucking show. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I refuse to not be who I am. But what do most people not have in this industry? Most people, when they learn, have what? They have a peer group, right? Yeah. But what else do they usually have? Well, that's the thing. I, I never wanted... That's the thing. I don't look for the acceptance of my peer group no, no, it's not about it, acceptance. It's about sanity checks. No, no, right? no, 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 no. I have I, you, you. You don't get what I'm to saying. Sanity check me. No, I, I, what I do is when we have something new that I'm unsure of, I don't go to the people that like me. I go to the ones that are on the fence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want, if you want feedback, that's who you go to. Exactly. But, that's but why that's not we what I'm talking when... about, though. Technically, what I was talking about is well, as we learn. Yeah. A lot of people learn and they, they'll use a peer group like in college, for example. But if you're in college or high school, what else do you have? Hmm. You have a teacher, a mentor. Nobody I know in podcasting has a fucking mentor. Not really. We don't have anyone who's made it that we get to talk to. Now, I have like podcasts that aren't that big asking me what to do. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. I just yeah, do I'm like, <laughs> they're like, you have like three follows. How'd you do that? I'm like, you can Damn, do anything son, to get where that. Did you get those? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying with the peer group, and I actually I think I, I got another good good team for that right now. Like with the two guys I do it with, um, we don't agree on everything. Uh, we don't agree on anything. Well, that's good. And um, yeah, it's 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 fun because essentially I just kind of come up with ideas and bring everything to the table. And by the end of the episode, they're like, fuck that. Like, they just critique. Like, they, they have no problem just pulling up. They're like, that sucked. Never do that again. Why'd you come up with that? That was stupid. And I just I just show up with new ideas every week because my mind keeps going. And, I mean, they're, they're actually more supportive than I just made it sound. But uh, Gentlemen, <laughs> the, I will uh, be back in two seconds. Yeah, you do. You step it on. Right. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> That's for your convenience. Oh, dude, I'm, I, I go live, bro. That's that's one of the other things I hope people like about this. I just leave it all in so they can hear the process. Uh, some people don't like it, but I mean, you know, it's a rough edit show and uh, some people enjoy it. Well, then I'll stop doing that because you might have to remove those. <laughs> no, they're not too loud. This dude, this little guy takes care of everything. You know, you know what's nice, though, is, uh, um, well, I can I can see the lines. Oh, I wait, you're not coming. Them. You're not coming through on that. I just realized that you know more about this than me. Damn it. <laughs> well, what, what I was saying was uh, it's nice about Zencaster is it, it you can have them mix your tracks for you and balance them or yep. or you can download the tracks separately into your DAW, right? In a exactly. Band, and you Which can sit there and, and fiddle fuck with them. And I That's used, yeah. I used a levelator after I was done just to make sure that nobody was too much louder than anybody else, which was uh, mm -hmm. that was a, a gift of an idea from a dear friend of mine. Uh, actually, it was from Derek. Uh, he said, run it through level later. And, uh, yeah. and, and it, you know, if there's one person who's way hotter than everyone else, it mellows it. Right. And it just kind of my yeah. apologies. So. It, just, it just figures some shit out. So, I, you know, yeah. the, the learning the, like anything worth doing, uh, I guess if I had to be uh, a mentor on this, <laughs> I would say with anything worth doing, this being, of course, one big example of that. Uh, yeah. You need to commit to a lifetime of learning because the game <clears throat> is going to change. There's going to come a time like, and, and this is, this is really big. This is very, very true. Like Zencaster knew this. They wrote a press release. I read it today 
actually before coming on. And it said, the future of today is podcasting. The future of tomorrow is video casting, which is why they do video on Zencaster now. It wasn't free for them to build it. They had to do all the R&D and build all the programming out, all that yeah. shit, right? So uh, this shit's going to change. And eventually, uh, podcast audio consumption is not going to be what it used to be, right? Yeah. And, um, and you're going to have to figure some new shit out. So, you know, okay, there goes that. One, one of the biggest <laughs> things I have to say about that is when you get into this business and, you know, I've been in it for quite some time and I've evolved in the way that I do things even way before I met Sean. And I, I have to honestly say that uh, the biggest thing is it's almost like getting a certification at a two-year community college. Most of those courses require you to do um, vocational learning to keep your credits up yearly. You have yeah, to keep adapting and rolling with technology and software and knowing what is going on in the industry. You know, it's like me. I represent a couple small businesses on Instagram. Um, I run their pages. So I found things that work for me uh, before I ever started hoeing my workout, if you will. And that's what it is. It's like we as creators, whether it be digital, whether it be voice, whether it be animation, whatever, we have to roll with the changes and the upgrades that come with the industry. You know, you're always going to have that hipster who's like, no, I prefer putting my podcasts on vinyl. But, you know, it's the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> it's like, what are the odds that's going to get picked up by anybody? And, and that was just yeah. a dumb example. But yeah, you, you get what so. I'm saying. Dead media dies fast. You know, hmm. we had MySpace for eight years and Facebook's been going strong for about 15 at this point. Right. So, and then Spotify got into cars and terrestrial radio shit the bed. Yep. Right. Nobody's, re I mean, there's people tuning in, but most of the time, they're, like, if you go and listen to Top 40 right now, especially after I started using TikTok, I hate listening to Top 40 radio now because it's literally TikTok radio. Yeah. Is it, uh, is that help you out though? Using TikTok, like, has that gotten you anywhere? It helps I, mean, with I, ha I haven't gotten on that. So, well, we, we find our guests through TikTok. Actually, yeah, we we actually have. Yeah, because you had guests. that private eye or whatever uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, actually, was he? and he was yeah. from TikTok. Brady Pasol. Currently, yeah. Yep, I'm, yeah, I'm currently uh, talking to somebody who uh, I really like, and he, he's doing well on there. And actually, I reached people, out to I'm Patrick Rena. We'll see if that goes anywhere. Oh, name dropping. That I didn't drop I actually, names, it was a great guess. I'm going to just throw it out there. Hook me up. I like that guy. Uh, that's easy. I'm sure. I'm sure if he wants to do another pot, he'd probably love you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brady was really fun. And I, I look forward to having him back on our show at some point. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. Even though uh, we're switching some things up to doing the Facebook lives exclusively now, when we have guests that aren't friends, we can always fire the stream yard back up and push audiences easier after we build that audience up on Facebook. And that's what I told Sean. I, I told him that we're going to get about a one to 3% conversion rate. I went to college. I didn't graduate because look at me anyway. Uh, <laughs> the biggest thing about that is uh, 
I went for business management with a concentration in human resources and a minor in psychology, but I also dabbled a lot in sociology and anthropology. Um, <laughs> thank you, free money that I am never going to pay back. Um, but, you know, it's the thing is uh, I realized I didn't want to live my life in a box. So I ended up dropping out of college um, after three and a half years. Well, I fucking barely made it. I'll tell you that. Um, I barely made it through. I mean, I think a lot of people are like that nowadays. <laughs> it's like There's, I, I, uh, I have a weird college experience actually. I, cause I was in the military and they paid for my college all the way up until, uh, they, they paid for my whole associate's degree, right? Uh-huh. I currently have 63 out of 64 credits for an associate's degree because I had 66 and what's that? Four didn't count. Yeah. So they said four of them didn't count because, you know, they have these things, college level equivalency program or whatever. I don't know. You can just take the yeah. final and not have to go. I did that the whole way through. And they were like, yeah, here's your degree. And they were like, oh, you have to do two course. I did one full course, like just to try it out. And I was like, fuck, this is just longer. And uh, <laughs> yeah, then I, <laughs> yeah. So then I, I, I took the second one and, or I didn't take the second one. They told me I needed one more, but they told me this three weeks after I got out of the military and had lost tuition assistance. So I have 63 out of 64 credits towards my degree. Mm-hmm. And I said, fuck it. I'm making it without you. You, you <laughs> what, need you to. Study? Uh... I was, it was just an associates. I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was just high school all over again. You just took like finals that were similar to that shit, you know? Yeah, but even an associates has a, has a focus. It's not just well, a GED 2.0. Yeah. What was the associates? Uh, it, it was in the military. It's like some just you're in the military. It just has to do with your job. I don't know. It's like, oh, okay. they, they oh, pick for you. Oh, like, they're you like, took here's the, your degree. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. The, the bullshit the, thing. When, you should be after I get out of my stint in the military, this would be perfect for middle management degree. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, I mean, no, yeah, I know I'm, I'm about two seconds. <laughs> well, I know I'm pretty close to one. Like you're saying, I should just be able to such and such. Uh, I just haven't bothered because <laughs> I know it's pretty much that close. I could do it at any time. I'm not using it, uh, and not at any I, time. Those credits will no. eventually fall off. Yeah, yeah uh, and, a and lot you of them also will. have yeah. to be privy when you enrolled, whatever the fuck you signed. You need mm-hmm. to make sure you keep the course manual for that year because yeah. you can definitely, like, even if they increase credits from sixty-four to sixty-eight or something, you can mm-hmm. still legally bind them to the 64 because you have that manual. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should be able, you should I, personally, be able to I've been quick. trying to make it without it. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I haven't had a job where I've needed it so far. Uh, mainly cause I probably haven't applied at places which sure. would need it. But, uh, I mean, we're talking yeah, about, some, I, I've been getting by without it, effort. you know, like, like it's it, depending on what the course is, you could, yeah. you can theoretically go to like Udemy. My mom's even. listening and she's clapping for you right now. Like she's been telling me the same thing. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Wait, where, but that's the is thing. This, it's like is you this can go to live Udemy. streaming somewhere? No, is, is uh, no, no, no. To. I'm saying whenever this comes out, she, she's on your side. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, that makes you, more you, sense. I'm like, I didn't see a person when he showed the room. Is no. she in a jar? <laughs> no, no, no. She's just the second this hits her ears, she's she's on your side. <laughs> to give you to give you some idea here is you can get courses that are condensed down to like three months long, right? Yeah. Yep. So you get a course that's condensed down to three months long, and it's going to be what are you two credits off, four credits off? One. He said one. You're, okay, you're one credit off. Well, guess what? JC system right now it's like what twenty six dollars a credit. 
really? Yeah. It, and the the UC system is like 240 when I went. Yeah, the credits are 26 bucks each, but on the other end of that, enrollment fees are $1,000 and books are six grand. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, you now can, we're talking something else. You can, get around, yeah. you can get around some of that. Like, for example, if you can find a course equivalent on Udemy, or a, pl- mm-hmm. or a place like that. There's there's online places that will give you credits for your education. You just check and see if they're accredited with the people that you got the rest of your degrees from, the rest of your credits from. And then you just yeah. go to Udemy, which you just sign up and you pay. Like it's like a flat rate for the course, and it includes all the freaking materials. And you just fucking hammer it out and walk away. It's it's like. And I probably will at some point. I mean, I probably will within the next five years need to do that. And like you said, my credits aren't lasting forever, so I need to. Get an eye on when I do this. Who might have known if that's the best but, move for you? I don't. I don't. I don't mean to say that. I with just, what I'm saying is, I yeah. There's there's a. I have a lot of options right now for how to uh, basically make an income for as long as I need to, and uh, I somewhat have a safety net in my life. Uh, as of recently, it hasn't been my whole life. I've been working pretty hard to uh, support myself, thinking I had no safety net, and one just showed up eventually, and. Uh, yeah, so I have a little more leeway in my life now, and uh, that's it. I, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of trying to see if I can make it without college, because it sounds like some <laughs> debt to me. I haven't paid anything for it. It was mostly paid for by my military service. And uh, after that, I ha- the money that I got from the military, I can give to my kids right now. So if I, like, the money that they use to pay for that, I can transfer it all to them if I don't touch it. Oh, so sorry. everything I would do towards my education would come out of pocket, even though I could pay for it from my military service i don't know it's kind of complicated but it's uh yeah I, i'm just kind of seeing if i can deal without the college degree right now uh things are going all right so far i mean i know being unemployed's uh it's not the greatest uh you're not unemployed look right now well you're yeah, a you're right. professional I'm, broadcasting uh podcaster there you go i'm you're trying a- to see if i can burn it into this on the way there you know no, it doesn't matter whether it's successful or not you need to start talking about yourself it, as, as we get as we kind of as I imagine, you know, because I'm going to have to yeah. start rolling here pretty soon. But to get an idea, yeah, uh, draw things back out to the bigger level here, uh, you need to start looking at this. I think personally, personal opinion, uh, you are a business owner. This is your business, not. Yeah, I already claimed on my taxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I filed an LLC at the beginning of the year. I, that was probably yeah. a fucking mistake. But at least now, if somebody sues me because I popped my fat mouth off on the internet, they can't take my wife's car. <laughs> Nobody really. Wants I didn't think of the liability of that. I popped my fat mouth off quite a bit. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to talk more off the air. There's a lot of things I have to ask you. Well, hey, dude, you got you got me on the Discord. You can hit me up whenever. Yeah. Man. I'm uh, I'm around. And also, yeah. if you feel like it, uh, we're, we do. If uh, but, plug but, time, but, I guess. But, 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 um, your show. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it, it, just go facebook.com forward slash BMN pod and like the page and you can catch the show there. I will make sure to share it if I can figure all that jive out when we do it. But um, if you can get people, if, 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 if any of you guys want to hear more random tech support stuff and, and it, it is kind of a grab bag show, a lot like uh, a lot like our dear friend and host here. But uh, our focus is going to be because it's a live stream and helping individuals. Huh? Oh, wait, wait, were you talking about me? Him. Yeah. I was talking about I was talking about Tom. Oh, why are you, okay? Wow, Jesus! You're like you're like, man. You just derailed that train bad. You're, and now you're my welcome. brain's like, ow. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Thanks, trains. Is that a fucking dolphin noise? <laughs> <laughs> you got to put a train whistle noise on there for when people get off subject. 
Getting his money and eating ass. That's it. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this is hot news right off of the fucking internet. Uh, Elon Musk has made another tweet about Doge, so check your accounts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. My retirement plans rising <laughs> to the moon. I've been, I have been screaming against that for so long. I'm just. I keep calling it casino coin. I'm just like you're hurting. Oh yeah. You're hurting my image. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> PayPal sent me an offer today that if I bought $25 of Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Cash, or uh, Bitcoin, uh, they would give me $25 in my uh, my PayPal account in a few days. So guess who's holding $25 of Litecoin? <laughs> that was a Litecoin? Out of all of those, you took Litecoin? Why'd you do okay, that? I might, look, I'm trying to throw people I off. Maybe I Litecoin. took Ethereum, Sean. <laughs> Well, maybe I took hair. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, what was that? <laughs> Excuse me? Baking powder? Nothing. <laughs> that was a visual I joke. Uh, I love uh, when I was talking shit about Dogecoin, I, I, I was doing the same thing. I, I, I would post screenshots of coins and I would I would scribble out over the uh, the balance. Zero dollars. <laughs> but, but I was just like, people would be like, Dogecoin hit 50,000. I'm like, this other coin did that. I have none of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it, like, there's so many coins I, I that made like the same what good uh it, it definitely feels like casino coin yeah it defi- yeah. definitely does but yeah there are some things with fundamentals and the blockchains that these are built off of do actually serve a purpose some of them yeah. uh particularly ones like um uh, ethereum is supposed to do that the grid oh not all of them not all i'm saying dogecoin is casino ADA. coin that's the only one i have a problem with oh. these are all good coins you're mentioning yeah, the, 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 like like I'm not a financial advisor. Yeah, Neither financial are any advice. of you. Like, uh, do do your own homework. But oh, I'm just yeah, saying. I, I totally bought Ethereum. That's the one I bought. Ethereum. Okay. Yeah, that was that. That is much wiser. That's a respectable decision. They didn't put Link on there or ADA. I would have gone with those. No, but. they they put Litecoin, Bitcoin, Cash, and Bitcoin. Yeah, it it would have. Yeah, ETH was the best move there. You definitely had that right. But, I know uh, how to read bar graphs. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, I'd tell you what, we're uh, we're coming up on the end of the show right here. Uh, it's been great to have you guys on, and I think we could do probably yeah. many more episodes. Like this is just a fun conversation. Oh, so I we'll be having you guys on more uh, often. For, what? Yeah, most definitely, I'd be down for that. But I I'm so glad, even last minute, I'm glad I was able to make it and, and riff with you guys for a little bit. Absolutely, um, it was definitely fun. Uh, Sean knows my schedule's wide open because fuck everything. Uh, <laughs> well, it may not be much longer. It really depends on how this uh, stuff goes with what we're doing. We may we may try and amp up the number of shows that we're doing now. That with now we've got a lighter weight structure here, uh, and we have a, a reasonable amount of engagement. It makes more sense that we are more visible more often. And so, those of you who are hearing our dear friend Mr. Tom talk the trash upon his trash palace, Sultanic throne. Please give us a dear moment of your time and check out bmnpod.com and facebook.com forward slash bmnpod. Like that page, follow that page, and you'll get some blinky, blinky, blip, bloop on your phone or whatever you're on that tells us or tells you when we are live and you can come catch us. Ask us questions about shit you don't think we know the answer to. Maybe we'll surprise ourselves. Is Is that the pitch, Kenneth? (laughs) <laughs> um i think i think we have some more, i think i think we're gonna be fine we just need to get the gold package and buy 
God damn it. Got any extra plugs, Patrick? I, uh, if anybody needs anything recorded, I do character acting, voice acting, announcing all kinds of things, including script creation, character creation, and I can also take direction. Please record this.com. Right. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's a great title for a website. But uh, it's a good. You guys got any other closer remarks? <laughs> uh, I mean, the same thing that I always say at the end of the show: stay fucked, America, and keep an open heart and an open mind. All right, that's it for this week's trash talks. Stay fucked, America. Open heart, open mind. Good night. Yeah.